You are listening to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where illumination and inspiration is but a click away. With so many genre topics for you on everything that you need to know in life, we celebrate and share the people who have taken the journey before you and who are now here to serve you with their wisdom and their knowledge. The next show coming up is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. And we have Dr. Marilyn Joyce here with the title and the book. Show it up there for us. The Stress to Success Formula. Yay. Stress to Success. In today's era, folks, it's what we need to actually understand. How do we get out of the stress? We are in a world at the present moment that is stressed to the limit. And everybody is at an impasse at the present moment of how to move forward in their lives, how to actually seek success. I don't even know if I have energy to even seek success. That is the problem we're facing at the moment. So how do we come out of stress? How do we go into success? How do we, how do we ignite that energy again when we're just feeling so bombarded by everything right now. Well, this book is going to help us along the way. And Dr. Marilyn Joyce is going to help us actually understand what that formula is and how we shift from the stress to success. And boy, do we need to get rid of that word stress because it really is stressing us out. (laughs) Welcome to the show, love. (laughs) Welcome back. I'm thrilled to be here with you, Sarah, always. (laughs) <laughs> I love the blues. She's wearing wonderful blues for those that are listening because blue is my color. My backdrop is, is blue. But where we're talking about society right now is like it's singing the blues and it's not necessarily a positive blue, is it? No. Have we ever had other than wartime where people have been under so much stress? No, this is the worst it's ever been. You know, a lot of times we think, Sarah, that, uh, you know, World War II was mm. tremendously stressful, and it was. But when we look back at the, the amount of stress, the levels of stress, and the stress episodes that people experienced, up until about 1980, it was an average of 12 to 20 episodes a day. Now brace yourself. Today, it's over 200 wow. a day. And when you consider that's 10 times greater Mm -hmm. the the amount of stress that people are feeling, and we see it in the escalating rates of suicide amongst our youth, as well as others. I mean, just in the U.S. alone, there's 129 suicides a day. Wow. And yeah, and it's the third leading killer in North America of kids 10 to 24. Wow, 10. And they're feeling that stressed. Oh, that is so sad, isn't it? It should be the time where they should be carefree. Absolutely. Absolutely. But they don't have the life that we had when we were kids. I mean, we went out and played ball after school. You know, we we participated in physical activity that released a lot of that stress, whatever it was that we had in school. They don't have that today. You know, that's, we, that's, we, don't, we didn't live in the same fear. I used to have a doll's pram and I would go up the street and around the block and everywhere. And nobody worried, you right. know, about abduction. And now it's like if your kid's just gone down to the end of the driveway, you start panicking, right? Exactly. And it, it's, you know, it's that stress level 200 times a day. I kind of understand where it's coming from, yeah. you know, because we're so bombarded with 
you know, pedophilism and, and uh, abductions and uh, sexual deviancy everywhere. And then we're worried about our kids being run over because the streets yes. aren't safe. And, and then we're worried about bullying. Yes. And then, you know, and, and then, of course, our poor kids have now got the social media popularity game. People can go and start a rumor and off it goes. And that doesn't just for the kids that I think a a hell of a lot of stress that we're facing today is coming from, um, are we living up to the expectation of the social interaction? Oh my goodness. That is so true. I was just on an interview yesterday where we addressed that very, very aspect of it. It was a, a young woman that was interviewing me. And the truth is that that the youth today live i live on my phone you know i mean i'm Mm. embarrassed to say that i have my phone with me in my bedroom a lot of times and i know i shouldn't i don't Mm -hmm. have it next to me and i do turn it off but you know 24 7 on and then as you mentioned the popularity thing i mean we're we're not so much well i hope as we get older we're not caught up in it as much but but we do get caught up in the number of likes we have the number of uh you know followers the number of friends and the youth are even more involved in that because peer pressure is always greater when you're younger you know i mean Mm -hmm. when we were teenagers we were we were we were experiencing peer pressure but now they don't even have community the way we did i mean we hang out uh, I didn't hang out at a mall because they didn't exist when I was. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but, but you know the the, the places <clears throat> we hung out were maybe the you know the, the local ice cream store or something, ice cream shop. But today, the, the, where they hang out is on their phone. Yes. Literally living on yes. or mobile device. They're yeah. living on that mobile device. And it's all about the pings that come in and mm-hmm. oh somebody recognized what I put up you know whatever. And I, it's, and then they play the games to try to get more and more of these followers and friends when it, in essence, what they're doing is creating more and more loneliness, more and more separation. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, you hit on the wall um, and the, <clears throat> the thing about the wall, everybody was in it together. Yes. So although everybody was stressed, they came together to support mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. Right, look out for the kids. Um, somebody got bombed, they were there to help them. You know, yeah. it was community in it together. Yeah. We now have become so divided. You know, I'm saying we don't need another physical war, it's already happening. Um, I've just come right. back from the UK, the division there is horrible. We've just had an election, it's created a division. I'm in Canada, yes. you've got America never been so divided. Oh, you know, even going yeah. back to you know the the war of the 1700s it's never been so divided and you look at what's going on around the world and quite honestly you don't need to bring out the guns Uh, the division is already breaking it down we don't know how to stand together anymore do we no we've we've really lost that it used to be that there was and i do have friends that i can have respectful debate with Mm-hmm. You know, actually, they're from the UK as well. <laughs> There's a little more of that there. Uh, I cannot have a, a healthy debate here in California. Yeah. No. There's just, it's, it is so divided that if you say anything that's politically incorrect, you're in trouble. Yeah. And so I've learned to you know, just speak my mind with the people that I know I can and just yeah. keep my mouth shut otherwise. I don't want the division, but I would love to be able to sit down and have a healthy debate with people. Right. Not worry about whether there's going to be a big war as a result of it, you know, oh, machine guns coming out. Yes. Yeah. yeah machine guns coming out. <laughs> yeah. Or are you going to get your head bashed in? When yes. You out the door. You know? Right. Uh, you know, and you know, somebody posted on, on Facebook about, 
you know, why can we not have a conversation about our different perspectives without it being a meaning I hate you and I hate everything you stand for. I can disagree with what you stand for, but that doesn't mean I hate you. It's just a different perspective. Why have we lost our perspective? I agree totally. I think that's the tragedy of what's happening now is that we've completely lost the ability Mm. to see two or three or even more sides to the same situation or I would say coin, but it only has two sides. <laughs> really, we, we're, we're not able to sit down and just say, hey, you know, let's agree to disagree. Right. You know, I love you anyway. And I do that. I mean, I will send a message to someone and maybe we've had an altercation about something. Usually it's something to do with politics or religion. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is kind of interesting. Never talk about politics or religion, we were told. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> Over and done with. <laughs> Yeah, those were the days, weren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So at least we can enjoy those ones if we go back and remember them. Yeah, if we can go back and remember them, yes. And then the old timers hit in, yes. Yeah, what did they say? If you can remember it, you weren't really there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of the 70s, most certainly. Yes. Well, I've just come back from the England where it's Brexit, 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 as you, you know, you're talking about the division there. My sister's pro, my brother's a Remainer. And just, you know, um, I had to do my own personal show on, um, you know, know your political party because we had our election going on and there's going on in the States. And it's like people get so caught up with the hysteria yes. and the mudslinging. And I remember watching the House of Commons with Boris Johnson there. And everybody on the attack with him and him just standing up. He had just come in from an international flight. Him standing up, giving the same answer. And the next person getting up into him, more mudsling, more mudsling, just a variation of what the last person had said. And it went on two hours. Oh, my God. There is not one single productive thing that has come about there. Not one. And it's like... This is what's causing our stress. We're so busy. You know, remember, point the finger. There's three pointing back at you. But we're so busy playing the blame game that nobody's taking accountability whatsoever, right? Exactly. And that's exactly what's happening here in the States. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's happening globally, unfortunately. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, and, and when we resort to violence, we're really not doing justice for anything or anyone. Does it resolve a thing, does it? Yeah, I mean, these violent outbreaks and, you know, this one against that one, really, we have got a war going on. It's just Mm. not called a war in the same way that World War I or II or the other wars were. There's more of an inner battle going on, uh, both within the person and within the community and and Mm. larger. A dis-ease. Yes, dis-ease. And that is a big problem. Mm. I mean, I am stunned. This year, I have attended nine uh, celebrations of life. Nine. And uh, and there were more people who passed on that were friends of mine. But those were the ones I attended that I was supposed to. I am stunned by the number of people who are leaving the planet right now. And they're, like I said, a lot younger than me. Yes. And I want to see what how this plays out. You know, I'm one of those 
Yes. I want to see the. I'm, I'm in it to the fun. end. Yeah, I, I <laughs> the thick and the thin. I hope. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't want it to be a bitter end. I want it no, to be no, beautiful. exactly. Yeah. But I agree with you. There, there's also an amazing amount of people who've been given a diagnosis of cancer or heart disease and told that if they change this or do that, they can live longer and they're dead within a week. You know, that, and it's almost like a cop out. Now, you know, in, in some respects, I'm going to say I don't blame people leaving because oh, the saturation yes. of discord that's going on in the world right now, it's draining us. It's just draining. How it can is. we look, talk about success? I haven't got energy for success. I'm too drained just trying to get through today. Exactly. Survive. So how do we how do we even look at the word success and what does success mean now? Is it the survival of the day? <laughs> well, you know, it all boils down to how we live our lives within ourselves. Because mm. it you know, I always think about Ram Das's book, which people probably don't know about today, but remember be here now. Yes. And um, that book, I, I wish I could find the original copy of it. I found a, a PDF of it, which I'm grateful for. But, but that book really spoke volumes to me. And it does today more than ever, because it really is about getting inside ourselves mm -hmm. and coming to a place of peace there. We cannot, like Viktor Frankl said, we can't change anybody or anything outside no. of ourselves. But we can change who we are inside so that we have a balance and peace and the war might be going on around us but we can you know mm -hmm. maintain that balance and i and i know it's really critical i've been going into the school systems and speaking to high schoolers and college students and university students and that has become my passion and my love apart from our returning veterans because what i found is that what what are these especially high schoolers what are they hearing I mean, they, we didn't hear the news like they do because right. we didn't have it at our disposal like it is now. So they're hearing that the world's going to end in 12 years. And they're thinking, well, you know, if it's going to end in 12 years, I might as well go now. I mean, what's yes. the point of being hanging out? Right. Just, you know, so we've got to change that dialogue. Yeah. And then instill hope. Because we've always, uh, you know, that's where uh, the young people really love someone like us coming in and speaking mm -hmm. to them. Because I asked them, what do you see in someone 70 years old coming in and speaking to you? I mean, what's the plus here? Right. And they said, you're older, wiser, you've been around a long time, and you know how the world works. We're just learning. So you can give us a perspective that we would not otherwise have. And we even asked the question is, how have you survived so long? why have you survived so long? Because we haven't got a reason to stay. What's your reason? Because, well, you know, for me, what I have explained to <laughs> friends and to the, the students alike and everyone I have ever spoken to is that I have heard the doomsday philosophy mm -hmm. and story since I was a kid. Yes. Since I, was, I mean, since I was five years old in the UK. Yeah. You know, and so I've heard this doomsday story so many times. Now, maybe there will be a doomsday. But we don't have to focus on it. It'll come when it comes, if it comes. But what we can focus on is today. Today I'm here. Mm -hmm. And today I can do something wonderful. Yes. Something wonderful is going to happen today. That's my philosophy. Yes. And of our making. Always. Of our making. Exactly. But Sarah, you and I have gone back and forth a lot on the internet, right? And 
I've heard, you know, read your story as well, but it wasn't always like that for me either. Cause I was a depressed, right. I, I was subliminally, subliminally depressed right up until my mid forties, maybe even late forties. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know it. I just knew something wasn't right. Right. But it was when I, when I realized that I was going to have to go on medication or figure it out, I figured it out. Mm -hmm. I started really delving deeper. And this is after going to India and studying yoga for a year and a half back in 1970, 71, 72. Right. You know, so I, I had that background, but here I was still suffering with this until somebody brought it to my attention. Once you know something, you yes. can do something about it, right? That's the whole point, isn't it? The exactly. wisdom. Well, it's, it's having the knowledge, but what you learn through life is the wisdom of which knowledge is relevant in the now. Exactly. And you know, that, that begs to, to a, another point is that when you look at these blue zones, the places where people live over a hundred years of age mm -hmm. successfully, and they're still productive. Yes. What is it that separates them from the rest of the world? And basically it's that they do have that perspective of today's today, seize the day and they live it. They love it. And they have community like you mentioned earlier. Yes. And that's a huge part of it is that when you come together, they have happy hours. Now, does that mean they have alcohol at happy hours? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. It means they have group times together where they may drink tea or coffee or they may have a glass of wine or whatever, and they dance, they sing, they, con they converse with each other, they, they debate. Yes. All of those things from the place of love and friendship and joy. Big and word, that's interactive. Exactly. And also in those cultures, the aging are actually Revealed. loved, admired, mm -hmm. respected, and honored, yes. which is something we don't tend to do as much no. in North America. And um, I mean, seeing more and more of that, like the fact that I'm going into the schools and young kids are really happy to see me, but that's new. That's yes. relatively new. That for a long time was not happening. I mean, we know in the the film industry, once you were over 40 or 50, you were out. Right. <laughs> you exactly. You were roles even when you were yeah, well, You know, the guy going gray and wrinkled was fine. He was just weathered. Woman, one slight wrinkle or gray hair, that's it. You're finished, right? Yeah. Which, which, of course, because of a few wonderful stars that are aging gracefully, you know, they've yes. pushed that envelope and it's changed that dynamic. But I also think it is something this way too. Um, a, a lot of the youth in the last... 10 years, 15 years, especially since, you know, the phones or when texting yep. came about and, and the internet came about and you could post videos and things like this, things started happening behind the screens. Yes. And, you know, and then people started not actually knowing how to interact with people. So of course, bullying, cyberbullying yes, is huge, right? right. Yeah. Uh, but also for other people where they didn't know how to interact with other people, they learned to interact in different ways. So yeah. maybe through gaming or maybe through other interests and things like right. this. So the whole thing comes down to this is that today we have more tools than we've ever had before. We have more knowledge at our fingertips than we've ever had before. But mm -hmm. what we haven't been taught is that we're responsible for using them. Yes. We're responsible for how we use them and how they serve us and how they serve the others because we're still looking for everyone else to fix us. Exactly, exactly. You know, and that you just hit the nail on the head. We have so much at our disposal mm -hmm. and it's almost overload that's happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just removed 300 gigabytes from my computer and it, it was stuff that I have collected mm -hmm. but not used. 
And as I moved them onto an external hard drive, I started looking at some of the stuff and thinking, I should be using that. I could be using this, mm -hmm. I, right? And that's exactly what's going on for all of us. How many, how many of us have bought programs we've never used? Mm -hmm. Oh, I want that program. I got to have that program. You know, and we never open it up. You but know, what's the metaphor behind it? It slows the computer down. So it slows our progress down. Exactly. So too much in our hard drive. <laughs> yes. Know, slowing exactly. us down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing that's happening when we think about it. You know, I, w I did think about that as well, Sarah, because it was like, you know, all that stuff. It's like, we just went from having filled up houses to having filled up computers. Yeah. And I got rid of my house. I got rid of everything I owned pretty much, you know, a few odds and ends, but I have a hard drive that's full of stuff yeah. and yeah. several external hard drives full of stuff. And I'm saying, there's something wrong with this picture. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like, if we don't use it, we might as well give it away or, yeah. or get don't rid of it. Use it, lose it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Use it or lose or it. pass it on. You know, I know people are, oh, I don't use this anymore. I'm just going to delete it. They said, no, that's good information. Give yes. that information to an association or someone else that now can benefit from it. Absolutely. It's the same with recycling of our clothes and our thing. It, for somebody, yes. it's something new and beneficial. Absolutely. For us, it's old. So I think one of the biggest problems, especially in the Western societies, that we've become so disposable. Everything is just throw away, throw away. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work anymore. Instead of fixing it, let's throw away. And that definitely was happening with our, with our aged people. Yes. But now we're ending up with more people of age than young in the world. Yes. And more people like yourself, like myself, 65, 70, are still working. We're sharing our wisdom. We're sharing yes. our life experiences so that people either like ourselves, you know, a little younger, they're at a crossroads in life, or the young people can benefit from yeah. the journeys that we've taken. So now I think, and especially through podcasting yeah. and blogging and things like this, it's opened up, my goodness, there's a lot of knowledge and wisdom out there. Maybe it's time to listen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is where we're going. I mean, you know, when I asked the young people what they, the young people, by the way, are not into collecting the way we were. Right. They, yeah, I mean, yeah, thank goodness. Um, but they, they love to listen to podcasts. That mm. was what I did learn from them. And they, they say they listen while they walk, they listen mm -hmm. while they do things, um, more so than even videos. Yes. Interestingly enough, I think that what they're finding is that it's us older folks that watch the videos. Mm -hmm. But the younger people are listening to the podcast, and I know that I'm a, a podcast listener. Podcast, podcast listener. So you know, I go on my walks every day, and I'm listening. It's my learning time, right? Yeah. Or my or my refreshment time. You know, where I get refreshed by listening to something uplifting, whatever it is. But the young people are, you know, that's what they said to me. We don't buy. Like when I was talking about having thumb drives and, you know, with all kinds of good stuff on it, they said, no, no, just give us a card mm -hmm. with a, a, a link. Yes. <laughs> you can go to, and we can download the MP3. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, what a novel concept. Yes. No collecting. Right. And my, my, my Canadian nephew, who I think is now, he's either 40 or close to it. And he had told me years ago, he said, Aunt Lynn, here's the deal. We do not need to buy all those CDs and DVDs you have. Mm -hmm. We just put the, we get one, we watch the DVD, we then give it to someone else. Right. Who it, they pass it on to someone else. 
how many times do you have to watch it, Aunt Lynn? Yeah. I'm like, well, some of them I like to watch a couple of, well, then you'll get it back. And after eight or nine people have had it, it'll yeah. come back to you. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's a great idea. That's kind of what we did with libraries before exactly. they kind of became what they became. I don't know what they are anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, that's right. I, I call my podcast, you know, the Orchard of Wisdom Library, because every <laughs> show, you know, under its genre is going into a library. And it's, it's knowledge that never dies. You yes. know, uh, and it's ready for somebody who is at that stage in life, yes. who's ready to receive it. And, you know, good wisdom never does that. It's just ready for the picking or the clicking right. when people are ready to receive. And, you know, we, all we can do is put out our knowledge. Yes. And it's going to stick to the people that it, you know, it's, it's relatable to. Um, I'm at that stage in my life. Or it's going to become a seed for the future. Yeah. Right. Or it's going to be completely ignored because they're nowhere near on that planet right now. Yeah. But the whole point is we put it out like a library, you know, and when I go into a bookstore, I'm going in to see which book wants to speak to me. Yes. All right. And yes, so exactly. the same with podcasting, with TED Talks, and that's what our younger people are doing now. They yeah. want to listen to people that have been there, that are sharing their experiences. But look how that's changed in your and my era. Oh, no, no, no. Do not tell people about yourself. Don't air your dirty laundry in public. Yes. And now we're saying, people, please share your vulnerability because it gives exactly. me permission to be myself. Exactly. You know, that's, uh, you hit the nail on the head with that one, because that was one of the things, especially being from Britain, right? From the UK. Oh, oh never tell your story. Suffering silence, stiff up the lip. Suffering yes. silence, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. So, I mean, I remember the first time, Sarah, when somebody asked me, you know, to share my cancer journey. I was working at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I was a director of nutrition there, and a cancer patient of ours was dying. And I remember my superior saying, superior, that word, uh, saying, I want you to share your story. And I said, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm -mm. No, I, I can't. That, that's, I, I, that's negative. I can't do that. And he said, well, it's like this. You either share your story or you don't have a job. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, now he did not really mean that. Yes, he was pushing. Mm -hmm. But he was pushing me to go the next level. And when I went into the room and I said to the, the woman who was, you know, given less than a month to live, um, I understand. She literally threw everything that was throwable at me. And if the lamp had been, uh, hadn't been stuck to the table, you know, nailed into the table, she would have thrown that at me, I'm sure, as well. And her husband calmed her down and said, let's listen to what she has to say. And I, and she, I had exactly the same uh, type of cancer, uterine cancer, and I was exactly the same stage, stage four. And I, here I was alive, you know, and mm -hmm. this was probably about seven years later at that point in time. It's been 30 years for me now, by the way. Yay. This year. But um, I remember we, we, I shared my story with her and we cried in each other's arms. The three of us held each other and cried together. And she was alive and well up until probably five years ago when I was last in touch with her and they were moving somewhere and they were excited. I think they were actually going on a, a world tour. Uh, in other words, she had lived and not only survived, but thrived, right. right? Right. Had I not shared that story, I'm not sure if she'd be here today. You know, exactly. and I, I think that's the key, Sarah, like you said, we give, we share, we become vulnerable 
And then that gives others the opportunity and the permission to be vulnerable. And then we become a real nation of people who care about each other rather than, you know, hiding behind whatever our And in, in my books, in my books, that is the epitome of success. You know, when you can turn around in your vulnerability and give it as a gift to someone that ignites them in their own heart and soul and their own journey and it empowers them to get up and take that journey and hope, that is the greatest gift I think you can give someone. And, yeah. and as, as far as I'm concerned, that is success. You yeah. know, a lot of people want to put success down as popularity and money and position in life. You know, for me, that doesn't count. You know, people say, do you interview celebrities? And I say, everybody I interview is a celebrity. I'm celebrating their journey of life, their yes. willingness to be vulnerable, that wonderful information that we're going to share with yeah. them, or they're sharing with us that can help us on our journey in life. If that is not being a celebrity, I don't know what is, right? I agree. Yeah, I agree totally. And I think that, you know, the, the term celebrity has gotten so out of hand now. Yes. It's used for all the wrong things anyway. And all in the wrong places. <coughs> all does. in the wrong places. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I always, I always think about how it's, it's not about the celebrities. It's about real people talking to each other. Right. And when we get to that place, that's when we'll, we'll solve the world's problems. Um, I always remember going to a presentation. I can't remember the name of the person, Jeff, who is very successful. Uh, and he did, he did a presentation where he talked about who's going to change the world. And he said, it ain't, it ain't you and it ain't the celebrities. And it's, you know, he, he was being uh, colloquial, colloquial, I can't even say the word today, um, in his term, terminology. He was basically getting down to, it ain't going to happen unless we really turn to the people who are going to make it happen. And he said, that's the youth of, youth of today. Yes. Innovative youth of today. And what we want to do is inspire in them yes. that innovation, that creativity by listening to them and acknowledging what they're doing. So I don't know if you ever look at my Facebook page, but basically what I'm doing yeah. now is putting up the, you, yes. you do, that's right. I see you there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you do the same thing. And it's putting up the, the, the accomplishments of these young entrepreneurs yes. who are creating things that can literally save the planet. And when we encourage that, we're going to get more of that. But you know, when you were young, there was something that you had an aptitude for or a passion for. Yes. Had that been nurtured? Had that been supportive? Yes. What would your path have been? Absolutely. We're now dealing with kids that what we call indigo kids, right? Yes. But basically yes. is, is that a whole elevation of our, um, our psyche, our energy, our frequency has opened up. It's gone yes. to a higher level. These children have been brought into that higher elevation. Yes. They're downloading and receiving information and far more clarity. Also because Absolutely. they believe they have a voice if they're fortunately born at the right time where we yes. are paying attention to them yes right? and we are being i mean look at greta with the work that she's doing is phenomenal in the short period of time that she's done it yes. and uh, the the attacks that she's been under by small-minded people um has only shown them the lack of not yeah. you know diminish the abundance of her conviction and her passion, right. you know, for the planet and feeding that, you know, not dictating it. I think we grew up with dictatorship of you've got to grow up to be. Yes. 
right? Absolutely. And then you've got to get married, have 2.2 kids, picket fence, and you've got to do this and you go to, otherwise society won't accept you. Yes. Right. And well, right. our young people who did a friend that all night and say, yeah, well, how did it work for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got the opportunity to see that it didn't work so well. Right. And you're right. We were not encouraged. And I, I think that, that was one of the things that even my brother and I talked about, you know, in the, the recent past was how as kids, uh, he literally took the ball and ran with it <clears throat> and became a classical guitarist. And he's really, he's one of the top in Canada and uh, has performed all over the world. But the point is that he literally had to step out from what we were taught at home, which was, oh, it's just a hobby. Yes. Playing yes. You can never make money or living out of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to get a real, real job. job. <laughs> work for the box. Yes, and I, you know, so both of both he and I went the other way. <laughs> Good I'm for not you. Working for a boss. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you know, the point is that we weren't encouraged, as you said. Mm -hmm. And today, I think that the these kids are coming in at a higher frequency to begin with, and they have. They're, they're here for a reason and they know their reason. They, they figure it out really early yeah. and nothing stops them. No. And fortunately, a lot of parents are encouraging that, which they didn't, like you said, no. do in our, our era. It was just a different way of being back then. And there were, there were positives about it and there were negatives. Mm -hmm. And, and a, the same is true actually today. There's a lot of positives about what's happening with our youth. There's also, you know, a lot of negatives that they're dealing with because yeah. they have no privacy, you know. Right, yeah. right. There's no privacy. Yeah. The world is a very small place now and we're all in it together and we're just a, a click away from each other. Right. You know, that's the thing. And even, you know, we talked about that on the other call I was on and it was like, yeah, we're, that's the issue. We're just a click away. And if yeah. that click doesn't happen, we're going frantically crazy because we didn't hear from the person Right. Where, why yes. haven't they responded? You know, so. Well, I mean, the definition of success today is how many followers, how popular are you? You know, yes. how much influence do you have? I mean, you know, the Cardassians, you yes. know, are, are people that have manufactured themselves. You know, they had nothing to sell other than themselves. And right. they've done very well at it. And look at the influence they have because of the yes. followers. You know, when you look at the breaking down of the content of who they are, really, what is it? You know, so exactly. when you're talking about, you know, stress to success, I think the big confusion today is what is success? Exactly. And I, you, you've really hit the nail on the head again with that because quite frankly, success, even when I wrote the stress to success formula, I was looking at success more about the inner journey and where we come to it at a, as a place of peace, yeah. you know, a home within ourselves, the, where we can go to, to feel refreshed. And it really, I mean, it, it will lead to, you know, what you focus on expands. If you focus on peace and harmony, you're going to get more of that. Yeah. If you focus on war and disorder, you're going to get more of that. If you focus on, uh, successful relationships, successful uh, walking with nature, talking to God, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing, it's that mindfulness, aspect, yes. which is the big thing that I'm teaching now. But, you know, it's like when you are mindful of every single moment in your life, that's success. When you can wake up in the morning and no matter how you feel, you can say something wonderful is going to happen yeah. today or 
today's going to be a great day. You've already programmed the day in a better way than it would have been. Because we all know those mornings where we get out of bed, we don't feel so good, we hit our toe on the, uh, the bed board, the bed uh, board, I'll say, uh, we drop the coffee pot, whatever happens, it all goes wrong because we came, we woke up on the wrong side of the bed, so to speak. Right. We didn't do anything to change it. But if we can get up instead, and no matter how we're feeling, say something, affirm something positive, it's going to change the way the day turns out. And even if we do have a couple of little incidents that aren't so nice, we can brush them off because we're already in a better frame of mind. And, but it's also... And it's also being mindful to the fact that sometimes you wake up and the day is saying to you, this is a day of peace for yourself. Yes. Abstaining from participating in anything today. This is a day that you need to go in yes. and nurture yourself. Right. Yes. And don't switch the phone on. Don't switch the computer on. Take the phone off the hook. Say you're having a sick day. And, you know, we need more mental health sick days. You Absolutely. Know, um, because even when we have the flu, take a pill and come in and work and contaminate everyone anyway. Um, right. but the, the mental health days are the ones that are needed the most because it breaks our immune system down if yes. we're in that distress. And I think if you wake up sometimes and just everything about you says, not today, listen, this is Absolutely. a day to love me, wrap the arms around me. Because yeah. whatever I go and do out there today, I'm not going to do it successfully because this is a day that I need to spend the time on me. Exactly. We, you know, we all have had those days, Sarah, you, you, you're so right on with that because we've all had those days where we've wakened up and we felt like, you know, I just really want to go to the beach today yeah, or whatever, you know, the, go up the mountain. Um, and we don't do it. No. Nothing Indeed. in that day works. No. Nothing in that no. day works. We end up at the end of the day thinking, what did I really accomplish today? Not much. And had I gone to the beach or a hike up the mountain, I might have actually gotten more done because I would have been more refreshed. I would have changed yes. my state entirely. Yes. And so it really, you, that's another thing that we have lost the ability to mm. do overall is to really get in touch with what our deepest desire is at any given moment and to listen to our intuition. Right. Measure it out properly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like yesterday we were trying to do this show and it didn't matter what happened. We could not connect. You know, every fifth word was going, and it was like, okay, fine. It's not meant to be today. Why fight it? Exactly. We'll just do it again tomorrow and then everything's fine today. And that's also, I think the thing about it is, is that, you're being tapped on the shoulder. Hey, no, sorry, it's not going to happen today. And pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention, yeah. right? There's a reason behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, you know, as we all know, we never really know the reason. What is it? Hindsight mm -hmm. is twenty twenty. We never really exactly. know the reason until afterwards. I mean, some of the most devastating things that happen in our lives, they're not nice when you're going through them. Right. When you reflect back and then you look at where you are now, you get to get, you get the gift. Yes. And, you know, I just wrote it. You a, become the gift. You become yeah. the gift. You become the yeah. gift. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like we, we wake up to something deeper within ourselves mm -hmm. that we didn't even know about before. Mm -hmm. A quality that we have that we didn't share. We didn't express. And now we, we realize it and we can express it and we become even more valuable to ourselves and to society. 
you become more of service with your gift because you've now immersed yourself you've become that gift but don't you find for a lot of people maybe you tap on the shoulder a little gentle move and nothing is paid attention to nothing's paid attention to and then it's the trip up still not paid attention to then it's the old cosmic two by four whack that's right i'm going to redirect you now and you know the time is like oh my life is over how can i do this this and then it's like once you've allowed yourself to download that and go okay all right so what is out in front of me and yeah. willing discover your strength discover your courage yes discover exactly what your gift is and become that gift because that's your instrument in the orchestra of life and you know when that is what you're here for right yes i totally agree uh you know it's like when we uh just allow ourselves to be in each moment mm-hmm. so again it goes back to mindfulness right yeah. when we allow ourselves to be in each moment and ask the question you know this is something that i do so often now more so than i ever did because i'm living more of the mindful moments that i did for quite some time it's like is this serving the legacy i want to leave before i go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um or and if not why am i doing it or is this is this doing anything for the people in my life? Is this benefiting anyone in my life? No. Then why am I doing it? Right. So it's, you know, each and everything we do, you know, I said to somebody, you know, when you go to, I have a client who has a weight issue. And I said, before you go to eat that particular item, ask yourself, is this building me up or is this going to build me up or tear me down? You know, and if it's, if the answer is it's going to tear me down, okay, maybe it's not such a good idea to eat it. Or if you are, have a bite and then leave the rest. Yeah. It's, it, but that's just an example with food. But it's the same thing with everything in our lives. Is this going to benefit myself or, and the world around me? Great. Go ahead. Is it going to tear it down? Stop. Regroup. Reevaluate. You know, come up with a new direction, a new solution. And yeah. sometimes you may be on the right track. Yes. But it's just, you know, what you're doing. I mean, I've recently come to this crossroads is that I've been doing what I've been doing for seven and a half years. I love it. This is my calling. Um, I'm expanding out into books and other things. And, but I had an energy dip in my life and a few other things started closing doors. And it wasn't a question, you know, somebody said, well, I'm going to maybe just call it quits and go do something else. And I don't know. That never could be the question never could be the answer all it was asking me to do is just take a pause okay take pause be mindful of where i am right now why am i here uh, what could i do that can change that and yeah. and go about it one step at a time so again along with that north american thing of oh it didn't work throw it out do something else no you know, it's step back and ask why. It doesn't, doesn't mean the end of the road. It just no. means a new direction with Absolutely. your package moving forward, right? Absolutely. We take our gifts and we repackage them mm-hmm. in a way that's of more value to yeah. ourselves and others because mm-hmm. we, we have to also value our own selves and our own needs, which is not always easy for especially women of our generation. Yeah. You know, we weren't taught that that was okay. But I really know now, you know, that I, I kind of live that thing of put your mask on first. Your own yes, oxygen and eat yourself first. Yeah. Right. And then you can help others more, more successfully. 
And I think that that really is the whole thing. It, it's always about repackaging, rediscovering, reevaluating, redirecting, you know, and that's what life is always about. Right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're fluid creatures. Yes, we're the, the air, the oxygen, the, the blood, uh, the, the waters, everything is always fluidly moving. And we've, exactly. we can and we know as human beings, we feel, oh, we've got to be linear and stagnant, stay in one place. No, you can be rooted and grounded, but allow your tree branches to move, right? Yes, well said. I love that. Yes, because that, that's exactly what it is. It's, you know, we, we do want to have our roots somewhere, mm -hmm. but we have to be willing to go with the flow. You know, they're like we did yesterday. Yes. Uh, you know, things don't always work the way we want them to go. So it's, let, you know, release and let go. And yeah. that is really, you know, that's why when I talk about stress, for example, I don't talk about stress relief. Mm -hmm. I talk about stress release. Yeah. Because really in life, it's release and let go. Yes. And, you know, I, I always... That's where the relief comes from, in absolutely. the releasing. <laughs> yes. It's just re exactly. It's yeah. releasing it and, and letting it go. And, and defining it, what success is for you. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And everyone is different. Yes. So it really does boil down to what is success to you? Now, when we're younger, oftentimes it is about the car, the money, mm -hmm. the, the house. And, you know, rightfully, if you're going to have kids, you do want to have a, an environment for right. them that's conducive to their growth and learning. But as we get older, we have to be willing to say, okay, do these clothes serve me anymore? I mean, I had clothes in my closet a few years ago that were great on me when I was 20, 30, 40. Right, exactly. They sure as heck weren't good on me at 60 something. Right. And, and, and a totally different lifestyle. Yeah, totally Right, so lifestyle. just, you know, it's from a different era. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And so it's like letting go of all yeah. that and being really happy with who I am right in the moment, yeah. and that, regardless of what age we are, mm -hmm. and realizing that we all have these phases that we go through mm -hmm. throughout our lives, and let it, allowing ourselves to be comfortable with that particular phase that we're in, and making the best of it, not wishing it was some other way, or right. wishing it was different, and I think that, you know, remember that expression, I'll be happy when. Yes. Uh, you know, when will never come. No, you know, that's the problem. So it's like, I'll be happy now and I'll figure out what I'm grateful for right now. And then I can move on and expand that gratitude into whatever is going to come tomorrow. Right. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, today we're seeding for the tomorrow, but we're living for today. And, you know, the, um, you know, when you're talking about uh, the clothes, so to speak, you know, you put something on because it reminds you of a happy era or a successful or this or that. And you put it back on and go, this isn't me anymore. Right. <laughs> I've redefined what success is. Right. And, you know, some people are constantly living for tomorrow. But if you don't live for today, you're not seeding and watering for tomorrow. This is the day that you seed for tomorrow by what you do today. Absolutely. All we have is today. And yet we seem to throw today's away. Yes, you know that going back to the nine people that I, whose celebration of life I attended, each one of them said the same kind of thing. If I had it to do over again, I would spend more time with yeah. myself. I would spend more time with the people I love and less time trying to climb the corporate ladder right. or you know, whatever ladder they were trying to climb. I would put less energy in my in vanity about my looks or whatever mm -hmm. and more energy into my relationships yeah. into my relationship with myself into my relationships with god with with the, the people in my life with my family that's and, about ego 
Yeah, exactly. So it's really, as we, I think that is one of the beauties of getting older. There are, yeah. are lots of things that aren't so beautiful about right. it, you know, but well, looking in the mirror isn't as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> the aches and pains, you know, yeah. Right. Out of the blue, like, how do I, I feel healthy. How can I have a pain in my knee? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, but, you know, I think the thing <clears throat> about getting older is we slow down. And yeah. in slowing down, we do take time to acknowledge the autumn leaves changing, or yes. the smelling of the roses, of paying attention to those cats playing out there, or the dogs, yeah. or, you know, and just being grateful for all those wonderful, yeah. absolutely life contributing things that are around us that we've yeah. taken for granted. And we're so busy walking along, you know, on the phone, texting oh, yes. that, you know, we've forgotten how to say hello to somebody as we walk by or speak to someone on the bus or, or, you know, <clears throat> I often go to coffee places and I'll talk to the people next to me, me you know, too. it's, yeah. and it's, I realize another big one that is a problem and nobody ever, ever went down this journey saying, I want to be lonely in my life. But look at how many people are lonely, older and younger, because of this constant disconnect and divide that's going on. Absolutely, Sarah. That is the, the whole aspect of aging in our culture, mm -hmm. is that people are lonely as they get older. And they don't have the community that they used no. to have. Many of the, the sad part for me was watching how many people are, they say it's a small percentage, but actually I see large numbers of people that are just being put into a home because the yes. family didn't want to care for them. No. So and ignored and left there to rot. And we know yeah. what happens in those homes that dummy oh, find yeah. out. Yeah. Basically yeah. Lonely. Yeah. The suicide rate is actually really high in people yes. over 80. Yes. And that should be the time when they're loving yes. the fact that they've lived that long and yeah. you know like in the blue zones that is honored and yes. they are dancing at 80. Yes. Our, our group of people over 80 in this culture are contemplating suicide. Yeah. What's I, there I, to live for anymore? I mean think yeah. without a purpose right? You That's know without right. a connection, without people to share things with. What's the point yes. of having all these wonderful stories if you've got no one to share them with? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's a great uh, comment right there, Sarah. We need to start honoring the people mm. with these amazing stories and actually, you know, have our youth go in to these homes and listen to the stories. Yes. Listen and learn. That, mm -hmm. Listen and learn. Wouldn't that be an amazing? I know that there are young people that are doing that, but, you know, I'm thinking that that's something when I go back into the next classroom, I'm going to bring that up yeah. as a way to, for because that will help that young person get over themselves yes. and their issues and problems and the end of the world philosophy yeah. and do something that can really help somebody else out that's on the verge as well as themselves. But, I mean, I do uh, veteran shows as well. Yes. And I'm totally anti-war. So people say, why do you interview veterans? Because I am celebrating their, their thrival not just their survival exactly. and it's it's what they go and do for their fellow veterans because they know they've been let down yes. and yet they come together and support one another and then inspire other people despite what they're going through Absolutely. and it's it is so invigorating and i think you know we've a lot of people think that post-traumatic stress is only a veterans thing which it isn't oh. that post-traumatic stress is a trauma-based 
condition. Exactly. And, and so many people today through bullying, through abuse, through neglect, through I, I've got a whole load of shows on children and the neglect of children. And that post-traumatic stress has been instilled in them now because of this neglect and abuse and everything yes. else that's going on. We've really got to start looking at healing each other. And the way we're going to do that is by listening to each other. And I think if you want to be successful in your life, it's how much are you paying attention to other people? What are yes. you contributing? Yes. Now, how much money, how, uh, how popular you are. How, what are you, how have you changed somebody else's life through your yes. action, through your service? Absolutely. I think that's, that is really well said because it's true. When we come from that place, it takes us out of ourselves as well. Oh, yeah. So any of the, anytime you have a problem, what's the, the first thought should be, what can I do for someone else or who can I serve right now? Yes. And when we do that, it's amazing. We shift our energy immediately from woe is me, poor me. Oh my gosh, my world's falling apart you know, whatever the feeling is in the moment, we shift it immediately to something more positive. And that is part of success as well. Yes. When you have the ability to be in a moment of not feeling so great about things, uh, the, on the pity pot, whatever it is, and we can immediately shift ourselves to what can I do to make the world a better place or make someone else's life better today. And when we come from that perspective, it's amazing. We'll be given all those opportunities yes. right away. It's, it's really amazing. Um, one of the, How successful you're going to feel about yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yes. exactly. You know, it's, it's, it can be as simple as you're out at the store and you smile at someone who doesn't mm -hmm. look very happy. Yeah. You might have, in, in this case that I'm thinking of, and it, it happened more than once, but the one I think of, the woman was on the way home from the store with all of the gadgets she needed to commit suicide, to hang herself and shoot herself and whatever else she was going to do. I smiled at her and she frowned back at me. And, but somehow we ended up in a conversation. We ended up walking out of the store together. We continued the conversation. She started laughing uh, because I started laughing uncontrollably uh, at, some, at nothing. I, I don't even know what it was. And she started laughing with me and we, we were looking at each other. Thinking, what are we laughing about? <laughs> she, went, she said, I said, do you want to go grab a, a coffee, a glass of wine, whatever? And there was a restaurant right next door. And she said, yes, that'd be great. Hold on a minute. She went back into the store, the, the Lowe's store, returned everything that she had bought, came out. We went for a glass of wine and app, shared appetizers. And she said, I was going home to end my life. She said, thank you for smiling. Yeah. It was just a smile. Yes. We don't know how that one no. simple gesture can affect somebody else's life, including our own. Yes. You know, it's a, a great idea is to have a mirror right next to your computer. And when you're feeling really angst, look at the mirror and start smiling. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's amazing. It yes. changes your, your de demeanor immediately. Yeah, make fun of yourself. Faces. You know, what I do is I, I, I go onto YouTube or Facebook and I look at these things of animals you know, puppies yeah. and kittens or, or somebody saving them and, yeah. and, you know, things like that, that just warm your heart. And it just, right back up because it just reminds you that, you know, there are so many beautiful human beings out there. The trouble is yes. we don't focus on that because media and everything else has had us focusing on everything that's going wrong. If right. you start looking at your life and going, okay, this is what I feel is going wrong, but what do you have in your life? that are the ingredients to make things go right. 
Yes. Right? So it's don't keep making the same old dish you don't like. Take those ingredients and make something else. Be creative. Be the solution to what you seek. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That is the thing that I've been really blasting out about a lot lately is don't talk to me about the problem unless you have a solution. Come right. The, yeah, it might not yeah. be the solution, but at least offer something other than a rampage. Right. I'm not interested right. in rampages anymore. I've been there. I rampaged and burned my bra and then had to go out and buy a new bra. <laughs> I'm not there anymore. <laughs> I want to see action. I want to see things that are ideas and solutions. Yes. And, and I, as I say that, every time I do something myself now, I ask myself, is this a solution? Yeah. To a problem. Is there yes. something here that's a value? Yeah. Right. And if it's yeah, not- I mean, you, you do have to address the problem to recognize it yes. for a solution. And I've got yeah. a new saying that um, activi- actionism is the new activism. Oh, I love it. Right. Because where activism is about raising an angst, but action is doing something about it. Yes. Right. That's so, right. and I think we all need to step into some form of action. You know, one of the things is we become yes. paralyzed by this doomsday thing that's going on and if we have a look at and go why am i letting all of this dictate how i feel yes exactly now if i start looking at all the things to be grateful for the ability to be able to do something the ability to ask the question the ability to find a solution the ability to get out and do it the ability to invite and inspire other people and you start feeding that hallelujah this is where your success follows right Yes, absolutely. That's it. Exactly. I mean, that's, I do agree that you have to take time to just be still and review what's going on because until you understand that you cannot come up with any solutions because you don't know. You're bringing a hammer and nail to something that, you know, actually just needs stroking. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's, I I love that. And that's where I'm at too. I believe that action is the key. Mm. You know, you've got, an issue or a problem you now know what it is you've defined it okay what's the next step what's stop the feeding the misery yeah yeah and exactly. get on you know i mean as far as i'm concerned everyone like you who has gone through life who has not just survived but thrived and become better yeah. you know become the gift they are because of it because right. of the journey that you've taken yes. right you know you are the success you That's are the success right. because of who you've become. It is not in what you have. It's in who you are. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because what you have can be gone in five yes. seconds. It can yes. be gone in five seconds. What you have is just temporary. Who you are is always there. You know, I remember in the 60s and 70s, we were all going searching for ourselves, right? Yes. We were traveling the world. I did it myself. Searching for myself. Right. And everywhere I went, you know, as the saying goes, there I was. You're right. 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 So it was more about who I was becoming, as you said, and who that is for all of us who we are becoming. And I think that's one of the things that we need to instill more of into our youth Mm -hmm. today so that they don't live with that fear of what's going to happen in 12 years. I mean, I remember Y2K. The world oh, was going to end yeah. in 2000. And the end of the world, yes. Sarah, I went to a New Year's party on the Queen Mary, and they were expecting thousands of people. It was $300 a ticket. I was there with my date who was performing, so. But that 
place had less than 300 people in the entire Queen Mary. It was like a ghost town. Right. Nobody was there, piles of beautiful food. And the next day we all woke up and the world was just like it was the day before. Nobody would come out and do anything on New Year's Eve. So I sat there reading a wonderful book. And then I spent five hours watching every country come into the new millennial on my own. Wonderful. And then the next day, I had a party. I said to everyone, if we survive, come to our house. Exactly. We'll get Chinese food and we'll have a party. And we did a wonderful party. (laughs) Exactly. I know. That was kind of what we did as well, you know, because it was okay. The world did not come to an end. And I mean, I remember even in the 60s and 70s, you know, the world was going to come to an end with a nuclear bomb. Right. And and I'm not saying these things won't happen, but we can't live with the possibility of something like that. What we can do is live with the possibility of wonderful things happening. And we can live in the moment and just make every moment positive and, and filled with possibilities. The thing is, if, if we do get hit with a SARS, look at in the past, it killed many people, but life still carried on. We yeah. actually have the ability now to find the cures yes. because we have so much more advancement scientifically and on, on solutions. Um, if, if the uh, internet goes down, yes, it's going to affect our banks and our lifestyles, but guess what? We lived before it. Yes. We even lived before electricity. If yes. the grid goes off, build a new grid. Or we look at different alternatives, right? The thing is, exactly. there is always a solution. And I do eco shows, eco solutions. And these shows are, this is the problem. But did you know that A, B, C, D, E, and F are the solution? The problem is we're not implementing them. That's right. It's, and that it comes right down to the individual, as we talked about earlier. You know, it comes right back to us having things and not using them, yeah. not implementing them. So it, like you said, action. Yes. Take action on what you've got within you and what you've got at your fingertips to make a difference. Now lift up your book at your fingertips. Yeah. <laughs> up a little higher so people can see it. So stress, um, the stress for success formula, formula. Yeah. Um, the transformation. All right. Now, yes. this is a guidebook on how to de-stress and understand what your success is. And yes. it's a formula how to get there. Yes. Right? And the word transform is actually an acronym for the nine steps in the book. So nine simple steps. Yeah, so you're not asking yeah. people to write hundreds of things, nope. nine things they can implement, nine things that they can use in their lives that can change their lifestyle yes. into yes, a place absolutely. where they can discover what their success is. Absolutely. What's their definition of it? What's their action of it? Yes, absolutely. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Five minutes at a time. You know, right. I would say five minutes, five times a day, instant stress release guaranteed. <laughs> right. And, but that's one of the problems that we don't know how to do it. How many people are like this through yeah. the day? And we don't realize it until somebody says, breathe, let go of your hands. <laughs> exactly. All <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spread your fingers. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, being, having that reminder, you've been setting it on your watch. You know, five minutes, take that five minutes, get into some breathing, let everything loosen up. Right. And go, okay, no, that's not going to worry me, you know, because I'm de-stressed, which is a huge one. Exactly. There's always simple things, isn't there? The gain, it is, 
uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people want the downloadable app. Well, until you've got the chip in your head <laughs> that the right. app is going to work with, you're going to have to physically uh, and verbally and emotionally um, change things for yourself. As, as they say, life isn't a remote. You've got to get up and change your own channel. Absolutely. Right? And so, you know, okay. this is, you're sharing the steps uh, of simple things that people can integrate into their lives. Yeah. And you're not telling people how to be successful or what they've got to be successful out, just how to discover their own success by being able to manage their stress. Yes, exactly. That's it. Exactly. You know, there's no flow. There's, there's no flow and no go. Mm -hmm. If you don't have some flow going, nothing's going to happen. You know, with stress, if you're, if you're stressed, it's blocking the flow. Yes, and that's the flow of everything, whether it's nutrients to your cells or it's ideas to your brain, uh, it's there's no flow, no go. Right. And so once you get to a place of handling this stress and doing it quickly, five minutes is all it takes. You can then move forward in your life with whatever it is you're trying to do that day, because you'll have more flow. You'll also, I mean, I say to people before you sit down to a meal. Don't sit down and eat if you've had a stressful day. Take five minutes to just be still and breathe deeply, breathing in and out, slowly, rhythmically, and then at the end of five minutes, you'll be relaxed, you'll be able to eat, and you'll be able to get the benefit from the foods you're consuming. Same thing with every aspect of our lives. Yes. I mean, you could take a pee break and have a good old breathing thing right there. I mean, set it up in your life that it becomes part of your routine. You won't even think about it. You will just automatically do it. And you'll also know when a stressful situation comes in, your brain will automatically trigger in (sighs) the breathing thing, right? right? Because it becomes something that becomes a pattern in your life, a healthy pattern. Yes, exactly. So that's just one of the things that they can do. Now, how can they get the book? Well, the easiest place right now, we are doing a relaunch. And so um, I'm trying to think how to do this. It's it's a a short link. So I'll spell it out. It's HTTP colon forward slash forward slash B as in boy, I, T as in Tom, period, or dot, L as in Lynn, Y as in you, forward slash capital P on the word publish, 2019 and what we've got there is a crowdfunder because what we want to do is we want to take the book expand it and include some of the things that weren't included before and then reintroduce it and the focus of course is to change the world by saving lives one life at a time Mm -hmm. and we're going to be spending a lot more energy on that so what we're trying to do now is to get a credible publisher for it versus having it self-published as it was before and we took it to number one best international bestseller, but we want to get it into the hands of a credible international publisher so that it reaches more people. When you think in terms of every 40 seconds in the world, there's a suicide. This information is critical right now. So that's what we're working on. And you know, this is something that actually should be in the schools, in the library, you know, should be part of the curriculum where people, I mean, I have um, a a wonderful woman in England, Dwati, who teaches yoga. And meditation to children to teenagers and oh, you know wow. that is something that if we can get to the kids before the stress gets to them absolutely consumes them then they've got the tools in order to actually discover how to manage my stress but what is success to me absolutely right? because they've taken the breath and the time to know how they feel 
instead of society or social or expectations and telling them what they should do they'll learn to know what they really are and what they want to do because they've taken the breath absolutely yes that is so true i mean it's just again taking five minutes to be still get inside and then the rest will unfold yeah yeah. And then inserting new programs. Yes. You know, that's the thing. In order to, to delete an old program, you have to insert a new one and you have yes. to use it over and over again until it becomes the new norm. Yes. And, and that's, it goes into commitment and consistency. Yes. Right? Anything we do, that's how it starts. Yes. It's about setting a plan up and then following through. Again, the actionism. Like earlier, action. <laughs> yeah. action, not just planning it. I'm right. All good at making yep. plans. And you know, yeah. oh, I tried it once and it didn't work. No, you have to commit to it. Right. And, and you will see the shift. The thing yeah. is, oh, is it working? Well, then look at a stress situation that you would normally react to. Yes. And look at how now you're automatically breathing and you're not reacting to it. Look at to the clarity that you have and the choices that you make. Yes. And that how more focused they are because you're not living in the stress zone all the time. Stress is a killer. It's a physical, emotional, and mental killer. It's society's killer. And we have to actually understand if we don't get down to the root of handling our stress, we're going to become victims of that stress with dis-ease in all other aspects. Absolutely. I agree. Totally. So um, your site as well. How do people find you and your social media? Yes, actually, uh, drmarilynjoyce.com, D-R, Marilyn, uh, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-J-O-Y-C-E.com is probably the best website for <clears throat> the overall view. And then, of course, on uh, social media, Facebook, I'm just Dr. Marilyn Joyce or Marilyn Joyce. And uh, I think that's pretty much across the boards, so even on Instagram and Twitter and uh Wherever, LinkedIn, of course, yes. Right. So, yeah. so DrMarilynJoyce.com yep. or, or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. And obviously on there, you've also got the link to the book and the crowdfunding yeah. on there as well. So you can just have one stop and go in and see what else that she's doing there. And I'm glad that you're doing it because a lot of people actually don't realize they're stressed. They've been stressed for so long. It's become Absolutely. a new norm. But also the definition of what success is. You know, uh, we need to actually understand it is not how many people follow you, how popular you are. You know, you're not a Cardassian, uh, you know, and don't, do you want to be? No. You know, no. It's, it's really the discovery of your gift. Yes. And you may have to take some journeys in life down a few different roads before you discover what that gift is. And it's that willingness to keep journeying, even if you fall, and how you pick yourself back up how you take that deep breath and how you keep moving forward in your self-discovery of who you really are and what your gift is to humanity. Absolutely. Yes. So thanks for writing the book and for being able to put more stuff in it. As I said, I think this most certainly should be in the schools um, because our kids need to know handle that stress. They in turn will help their parents handle the stress and if we don't teach them to handle that stress, this is why we see the shootings. This is why we see the suicides. This is why we see divorces. This is why we see, you know, people in depression all the time because they don't know how to handle the stress. So that's that number one. I totally agree. I think that's the key is to get it, get them while they're young with strategies that they'll implement that are quick and easy. Yeah. Five minutes is about as long as they're going to spend. Right. And yeah, so that's, that's the key. And then 
you know, of course, we're, we're going to try to take it to into an audio format because mm. that's what a lot of the younger people prefer yes. as well. But the main thing is that it's five minutes. And if, they, if we can instill in them, okay, take five. Yes. Now, that once they understand that and it becomes a habit as young as five and six years old yeah. or younger, then it goes with them through their lives. And they're not scrambling to learn these things when they're in their uh, 20s, 30s, or 40s right. or later. Actually, just on a side note, there would take five. It's one of my favorites from Dave Rubeck. I'm actually interviewing his son, Darius Rubeck, next week. Oh, He's a jazz musician as well. So just when he said take five, he reminded me of that. And, you know, his music is a quartet. It's jazz type music. And it's the kind of music that you have in your background. You know, it's, it's got a groove to it. It's got a lovely mellowness yeah. to it. It's also got an upbeat to it. And it's also something having in your background that can help lift you up. So, you know, you've got to look to what other things are going to lift you up. Is it music? Right. Is it fresh air? Is it this and that? Do your self-discovery of what it is that lifts you up, right? Exactly. And music always does. And take five. <laughs> take five. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm glad we managed to make this happen today. Obviously, Me too. it was meant to be. So, uh, no. again, go with the flow of life, right? Don't sweat it. Don't get fretful over every little thing exactly. that goes wrong. There's always a reason behind it, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, this was this has been fun and very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> definitely gone down a few roads here, but yes, you know, we definitely have. The bottom line of it is, is that if we don't get our stress under control, we're going to combust we're going to pay for it. It doesn't yeah. matter which way, I guarantee you, you live in stress, you're going to pay for it down the road one oh, way or the right. other. And so it is imperative. There is no success if you're in stress. That's right. There That's is no, exactly. There's no success without uh, managing your stress, without right. releasing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And sending it off. I don't want you stressed. <laughs> Every time you come knocking, oh, I'm going to take that five. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to take five and, you know, let it go and go walk in the grass. <laughs> right, and you know what? This is, uh, this take five is not just in your workplace or in your school place. It's in your relationship before you're going to have that argument. Both go and take five. Absolutely. I right? agree. Yes. Politics, go and take five. Yeah, take five for sure there. <laughs> Before you tweet something, take five. Take five, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> or if you write it, don't send it. Yes. It you know, fine. It's write it out, read it out. You know, and, yeah. and then if it's, uh, okay, I've, I've said my piece, I can delete it now. But, exactly. you know, take yes. that five before you send it because you might regret it otherwise. Yeah. I know, yes. Yeah. So everything <laughs> is that mindfulness is taking that moment, that five to just take a breath. Is it important to me to get so stressed out about this? Um, if at the end of it, that problem is still there, okay, I'm in a better frame of mind to deal with it. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that is the key. When you're in a peaceful state, the solutions come. Yes, yes. It's, it's when you're tense, you can't think straight. You're, nope. you do, I know because I've been going through that even with this launch, you know, yes. it's the moments when I get stressed, I just get up, I go for a pee break, yep. or I go for a walk around the, you know, the yard or the, uh, around the park. And then when I sit back down, it's amazing. The peace is there and the ideas come. Yeah. Contact this person, write yep. this, do that. Yeah, and don't sweat the small stuff. Don't right? sweat the small stuff and yeah. it's all, all small stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, 
wonderful to have you here love wonderful to have you here thank, thank you, you. and uh, i actually am looking at um, a possible round table with you and gina donaldson um because i think she's actually an ex-high school teacher she's from england and mm. she's coming on soon too and what we're actually doing uh, her first show that i'm doing with her is on social depression which we're having right now. And I think the two of you coming on would be a great one. And I think maybe we'll do that in November where we can actually direct it at the Christmas period yeah. of how to de-stress because we make Christmas so stressful for ourselves oh. that we need some de-stressing then. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yes. And we have Thanksgiving in the US as well. Then. Right. Yes. We've just had ours and ours is so much more laid back than, than yours. Yes. It really I is. Oh, so. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, manana, manana, right? You know, just relax, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love, so I look forward to having you back on here again. And thank you so much again. And uh, just give your site one more time for people. Uh, Dr. Marilyn Joyce, drmarilynjoyce.com. Excellent. So simple. Thank you so much. And remember, everyone, it's up to us. We're always have solutions we always have the capability of changing something or seeing something different that perspective but first we've just got to take the breath and understand what is success to us and what is it about what's causing you the stress and once you've taken that breath and you can see it for what it is you're so much more able have the ability to address it so stress to success define what your success is and get rid of your stress until next time folks Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show and were inspired to come and visit us at selfdiscoverymedia.com and see what other shows we have for you. And please do visit our selfdiscoverycommunity.org and see how you can be a part of giving back. Thank you very much.